hello assalamu alaikum everybody hope you're all safe sound and healthy and okay things are pretty much hectic here so i actually am not sure if i have already mentioned some of the things that i'm going to mention right now um first of all uh, as you know the internet was uh, basically blocked the services were shut down for 3 days and that cost uh, the telecom um companies billions in loss per day alone that was just the companies Consum- on the consumer front especially those who were dealing on with businesses online they had l- losses as well per day and then the funny thing is that when the um as you know the caretaker government that is in punjab and in kpk the these caretaker governments that immediately came in to fill the void uh which violated the constitution in a way because the punjab assembly and the kpk assembly they were both dissolved and they both had a uh, a large ov- overwhelming majority of pti so pti's members decided that if the government was not going to follow the constitution and get ready for the elections then they would have to dissolve the assemblies <clears throat> so punjab assembly was dissolved and kpk's assembly was dissolved and although as per constitutional rule that meant that automatically the whole government would be declared null and void and elections had to be uh, prepared for and it had to commence now um as i had already predicted before their dissolution of the assemblies the government the illegal government was obviously illegal so you can't expect them to follow the law or the constitution and so they violated the constitution and immediately put members uh citing caretaker in both of these assemblies so they called themselves the caretaker government now again as per constitution if you have put a caretaker government it's 90 days the 90 days are up so the basically the supreme court's chief justice was going to the was going to announce uh, the 90 days uh, up for the caretaker governments as well as the supreme court was going to declare the acting prime minister as ineligible and that it was he was supposed to be removed from his post and it was because of that to stop the chief justice from doing that which was his duty by the way uh to protect the constitution and to pre- to uphold the law um just to stop that they decided all the four political parties that formed the coalition the the coalition that they call the pdm <clears throat> they decided that they could only st- uh, that when they saw that after threatening the chief justice and threatening the court and threatening the judiciary they were getting nowhere they decided to violate the sanctuary of the court once again and this as you know has been repeatedly done in history especially by nawaz sharif's party members and nawaz sharif and shahbaz sharif themselves um if you look at only the recent most um uh, event the events in the recent past you would see that they have time and again violated the sanctuary of the court and this time um they uh not only did it take four parties to gather half the amount of people that imran khan alone manages to gather whenever he makes a call uh but the other funny thing was that they actually 
uh, here's another abuse of authority and misuse uh, of uh, law enforcement agencies that the police were carriers of these mobsters. So yes, the police gave rides to these mobsters and they drove them all the way to the Supreme Court and they helped them breach the red zone. Now, here's another funny thing. Okay, so the, the, this is the third funny thing. That the, that the illegal government, the PDM, they actually had this misconception that they would now turn on the internet services and allow the whole world to see that the public was out there against the judiciary in favor of PDM and against Imran Khan. <laughs> but that was such a backlash because the obviously um, maybe the people of Pakistan could be made fools of, although actually don't be too sure about that. But the global media is definitely not stupid and nor are they under your thumb. So they actually got a huge smack uh, by the international media wherein every single news outlet had posted facts like radical Islamists have breached the red zone, um, JUIF has uh, breached the red zone, the coalition government has threat, uh, trespassed and violated the sanctuary of Supreme Court. So these kind of headlines came. CNBC, The T Telegraph, um, Al Jazeera, you name it. None of them <laughs> gave the kind of headlines that these people were hoping for. Plus, okay, the other most funny thing is that the the protesters, they start fighting amongst themselves. Yeah, which is again another thing I predicted when I told my mom. I'm like... They, these people can never stay together for too long because this is again a historical fact. Every time these people do the drama of getting of you know uh, getting united and getting together against Imran Khan, they have always ended up fighting each other like cats and dogs. And they did the exact same thing in front of the Supreme Court while staging their protest. And it was so bad that in order to stop the public from making memes against them, they again shut down the internet. <laughs> and obviously, I think I've mentioned this in my um, last episode, but I'm not sure. Um, as you know, the government is basically planning to have full control over uh, the social media. And that means also banning VPN so that they can monitor, censor and control every single word. In other words, they're trying to make us India. I don't know if you're not aware of this, but actually the Indian government does monitor and censor the social media as well as mainstream media. Now, you know that your media is not free when your media cannot complain about its lack of freedom. Since this government has come into power, our media has not been able to talk about how many journalists were killed, harassed, kidnapped, um, made to disappear, and how many channels were threatened, blackmailed, and how many were actually bought by this government so here's that and then now they're planning to ban the vpn as so that they can have complete full control over social media and not just social media as in facebook and twitter and stuff but social media as in where we are conducting our businesses so business platforms which means that they will be able to control monitor and steal from us 
even more easily than they've been doing before. And then, now here's another thing. Now, this is something that is an update. Um, it's again a, one of those unofficial news like the uh, banning of the VPN and the internet control, which we could actually see taking into effect because, okay, here's one thing. PTCL, which is originally the government's uh, company, the government's, the national uh, telecommunication company, Pakistan Telecom, uh, this company was illegally sold or you can say its shares were illegally sold by the the same PDM when they were before in power, before Imran Khan, before the, the elections, when it was, uh, uh, I think it was Radari's government at that time. He was too busy selling all our national companies like the PIA. He sold the planes of PIA. He tried to uh, collapse uh, the PIA. <clears throat> and then uh, they went after the railway. And then uh, both of these governments, you know, the Nawashiv government and the Zardari government, they both took turns in trying to um, basically derail all our national uh, institutions or companies, you can say. And one of them was PTCL, where they pri almost privatized it, but ended up autonomizing it. So that means that the government still has shares in it. And now the thing is, the very suspicious thing is, in all the 30 years that I've had PTCL, landline, never once have they ever told us that we are doing an upgradation service so you will experience a minor problem. Never in 30 years. And yet, all of a sudden, yesterday, I get this message from PTCL saying that we are uh, working on an upgradation due to which services could be impaired. And I started thinking that are you actually working on an upgradation or are you actually working on wiretapping landlines now? Uh, because the the army is already okay as you, if you if you want to tell us that it's a lie that you're not planning to control and censor the media, then explain to me why the army is calling up citizens who are writing against the army's treacherous act against the public on social media, why those people are being called by the ISI and being threatened. Yeah, why? Okay, if the army is not illegally monitoring our social media platforms, then how and why are they calling people and threatening them over the phone, asking them not to post any more anti-army statements. The army, the fact that the army has so openly, so boldly committed treason against the public without any fear of consequences, shows how they have finally uh, reached their final step or what they think is that they've reached the final step of the 30 years of work that they've been doing as dogs of United States of America to sell our country out from underneath us. And they think that they have almost completed the process and now it's just hand over time and they're winding things up. And obviously they cannot do that with Imran Khan still in the picture. So here's another news now. Keeping in mind how uh, the rumor about them monitoring us and our social media and censoring and controlling 
having come true by the fact that people are being called by the ISI and threatened. And today, as I was trying to post on Facebook, Facebook was trying to delete my post citing standards. Seriously, standards. You're posting vulgar speech by the government, by the illegal government of Pakistan, but our posts that are actually talking about reality we're trying to post facts and you're telling us that we might we might violate your standards anyway plus the amount of freezing that i've had um and the timing of those freezings the very very convenient timings right before you upload the post and right after you upload the post you can it it tells you that somebody is stopping it to see to check to ensure something to monitor something so that that so keeping again that in mind now here's another news and that is Imran Khan is once again in danger um this will be the third official attempt and i'm calling it official because actually if you count the other attempts that were not broadcast before like during the elections when imran khan was running the elections and he became prime minister so during those elections right before those elections and right after he was toppled three times you can count three times of assassination attempts and then you had the latest assassination attempt which was where they shot his leg and now they're claiming that he was never shot and that he's lied seriously they they claim that we made that the that imran khan and his people made contradictory statements there was only one statement made the number of bullets remained the same the details remained the same the doctors also uh confirmed it many times but the fact is that these people are themselves liars that's why for example shabashif has been claiming to have cancer for like over 10 years why isn't he dead you know navashif claimed that he we had to go to england to get a medicine it's been 3 years why are they creating that medicine for him that has been 3 years and he couldn't come back you know just look at their freaking pack of lies and now the latest which they're trying to uh you know scapegoat pti they're showing all these footages of pti members saying that you should go and you should attack the core commander's house and you should go and there is no such footage this is utter and pure fabrication these were reactions of the members after the fact so after it they were being blamed for the protests of the people and when they were asked about it then they their only answer was simply this that oh so yeah that the people are probably reacting to the illegal arrest of imran khan and this is not something that we have under our control anymore anyway the fact that they uh i don't know if again i mentioned this in my last uh episode or not but the fact that they so readily killed 47 pti members within 24 to 48 hours or right after the illegal arrest of imran khan and they injured hundreds and yet they v- did not even shoot or injure the agitators who attacked the core commander's house and the, the people who burnt down that fake janah house that they claim is janah house there is no janah house in lahore so tell me just explain that to me you shot and killed 47 pti members on the spot when they were just standing there peacefully in front of zaman park protesting and you injured hundreds and yet 
you very sweetly and respectfully took those agitators away with you. And not only did you not hit them or hurt them or be violent towards them, but they very easily confessed too. Have you ever heard of such a thing? I mean, this, 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 this screams scapegoating. You can see very clearly that this is their own people. They told them where to go, what to do. And they're all following a script exactly the same way as the person they sent to shoot Imran Khan, who was high on drugs, followed a script. Right? So you have, you put people on drugs and you send them around their merry way to be violent. And then you, they're so compliant that they will confess to every single thing as well. And you're so gentle with them. And at the end, we never know if they're actually in jail or if they've been left to go free. Yeah, after that, you'd never hear anything about anything. And now they're claiming another, sim they're uh, planning another similar thing. What they're planning to do is that they will, the ISI, especially the DG ISI, is uh, meeting up with his cronies and they're planning to attack and kill some of the police officers outside Imran Khan's house and then stealthily trespass into his house and assassinate him. And obviously the blame will fall on some unknown murderer. Yeah, that is their plan now. So this is going to be the third official attempt against uh, Imran Khan. The third official attempt on Imran Khan's life. And so this is what we now need to see how it unfolds. Uh, we have no clue as to how Imran Khan is really going to uh, avoid that or evade that because the kind of person that he is which is very annoying is that unlike the others he does not do a runner unlike the dogs and cats of PDM Imran Khan doesn't run he's at home okay just like how he never ran even after they ousted him everybody else runs Musharraf ran uh, Nawaz Sharif ran Shabash Sharif ran Maryam ran um, you know, Zardari ran, Bilawal ran, everybody runs. Imran Khan never runs. And so, you know, the danger is now quite, uh, quite intense at the moment because we just have no idea how his security, if he has any, will deal with it. Um, on the other hand, we've got Fawad Chaudhary. The same thing happened to Fawad Chaudhary that they did with Imran Khan. That shows, that just shows how the police and the army and the government are practically screaming that they are above the law, that the state does not exist. The day you violate the constitution, it means the state does not exist as far as you're concerned. That means that in your mind, your country is not a country anymore, but already a colony of another country or a part of another country that is now directly under another country's rule. It's a fact. So the fact that our so-called government violated the constitution and is still violating the constitution and then they violated the sanctuary of the Supreme Court and the High Court and then they refused 
to listen to the chief justice and they uh, literally threatened the justices and the chief justice and the judges and the fact that they breached the red zone the fact that they went out of their way to use vulgar speech provocative speech hate speech inciting violence and yet the army is saying that it will arrest Imran Khan and PTI for making hate speech for inciting violence and for making provocative speeches. I mean, seriously? You're lying to our faces right in front of us while everything unfolds in front of us? And the fact that the army is, and the, the army and the police, these are our servants, they're public servants. The fact that they're lording it over us, who pays you anyway? It's, it's our money, okay? Even if these bastards, these sons of bitches, these, even if these dogs of the U.S. are paying you, at the end, it's our money. They are stealing from us, they're robbing us blind, and they're using that money to pay you, you rats. And at the end, you will take the fall. Don't think that you are above everybody and that you're so mighty and powerful, okay? Because this time, this time when those rats... When they leave the sinking ship, you're going to be left. And you're going to be left at our mercy. Keep that in mind. Because you are our servants. We have the right to criticize the army. We have the right to criticize the police. Why? We are paying you. We are fucking paying you. You're here to serve us. And when... And when a servant does not do his job well, the master has the right to criticize that servant and to remove that servant from his job. Okay? Because this is our hard-earned money that you're taking from us. You're not just taking from us. You're taking from every single part and parcel of the government. And again, that's all our money. Everything in the government belongs to us. The government is a public servant. You are our servants. You are our representatives. You are not our rulers. You do not bring this country as a dowry. Your mother did not get this country as a dowry from her father. You know, this is our country. We are the real masters. We are the real owners. You, you were paid to do a certain job. The police was paid to serve us. The army was paid to secure our borders and to provide us with security. There are bodyguards. And the government was paid to represent us in the international platforms as well as in the national platforms. And none of you are doing your jobs, okay? So yes, we have the right to remove you people. We have the right to criticize you people. You have no right to answer us back. We can hit you, we can bomb you to smithereens, we can criticize you, we can swear at you, we can stop paying you, we can do anything we want. You have no right to retaliate. Why? Because you have right now gone against your real masters. And this is called treason. Why don't you learn the law for once? Learn the law, okay? Army people, bureaucracy, learn the law, okay?
So you cannot right now threaten the Supreme Court, which is the only one standing between you and the treason that you are committing against the public. Okay, that is the only one sanity prevailing in the insanity that you are trying to envelope the country in. The Kanjar Khana that you people have put in, the, to fuck with us, yeah, this is not going to be tolerated anymore. You are literally, literally on edge right now. Okay, the public is ready to literally grill you people. So you need to now find a way to back off. But if you, the U.S. hounds, are not going to back off, this will be detrimental not just to you because the U.S. will drop you like hot coals, but it's going to be extremely detrimental to the U.K. and the U.S. who have been meddling in our affairs and they've been giving refuge to the traitors. They have been helping them steal our wealth and pocketing it. And now... Suddenly, the UK's parliament remembers that these, this is our internal affair. Why wasn't it an internal affair when you were supposed to return all the money that Nawaz Sharif had stolen and put in the UK to our treasury? Did you forget then that that was our internal affair? Why did you come in between? Why did you meddle? And America, why have you always been meddling with our nuclear energy and our, and our resources and our government and our army? Why? And now suddenly, the, that, that is a U.S. pattern. They first fuck things up, and then when a backlash begins, then the U.S. pretends, oh, we have nothing to do with it. Oh, we're just innocent bystanders. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, we know everything. Thank you very much. You're not much of an actor. The U.S. establishment is the worst actor ever. And they use the same old tricks every single time because as the U.S. slogan is, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Yeah. And that's how you get caught every single time. And this is the same pattern going on here in Pakistan, that the traitors are also just repeating their past patterns. And that is why we can so easily recognize what it is that they're doing and what it is that they're going to do. And at this point, they once again defied the law by trying to re-arrest Fawad Chaudhry even though the judges have declared his arrest as illegal as well because he was already on bail and Shiri Mazari uh, they keep on changing uh, her location every time her daughter tries to get to her um, in fact, just a few hours ago, her daughter finally managed to find out where she was. And as soon as she was going to her mother, because Shiri Mazari's arrest was also declared illegal by the law, and she was going there to get her mother, and she heard a scream. And so she hurried towards her mother to see where she was, only to find that the police had dragged her mother away. And I'm by her mother, I'm talking about Shiri Mazari. We're talking about Shiri Mazari. Her daughter... Uh, was trying to locate her and when she finally found uh, where she was and she was going to get her out because the court had uh, declared Shiri Mazari's arrest as illegal then she heard Shiri Mazari scream from somewhere inside she tried to get to her but the police dragged Shiri Mazari away again and now the daughter is once again looking for her mother and her daughter is also a lawyer 
and this is what is going on i mean the police the police not just the government forget the fucking illegal government but the police is actually defying the law defying the court and so openly again why because in corruption we're all united in treason we're all united for how long you know what at the end you're going to be back at our mercy and when you're going to be back at our mercy you just see what the public does to you we are 1.9 billion how many are you in front of us you really think you're going to get away with all of this if you think that the us is actually going to come in and save your ass you've got another thing coming because this time the us is going to run away with its tail between its legs when it sees the backlash coming from pakistan's public and this backlash is going to be even worse than when they try to pull tricks before the elections and during the elections earning the wrath of the people of pakistan this time that wrath is going to take on a new level and the american government is going to regret it for the next 100 years that they ever dared to meddle with the people of pakistan because you see the problem with the people of pakistan is that they are extremely lazy and selfish and they're never united but when they're pissed off then they will go through any length any length to destroy the person that pissed them off and so right now we're just gearing up we're gearing up to first of all take care of these treacherous beings these fifth columnists these sellouts these bitches and then we're coming after you so this is me signing out stay safe stay blessed wherever you are khuda hafiz